Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Hanging Out with Hagen. I'm your host, Ryan Hagen. As always, joined by my co-host and good friend, the Polish Prince of Persuasion himself, unless it's St. Patrick's Day weekend, Steve Krugowski. We've got an awesome show planned for you today. We do a little rapid fire recap of week two. Uh, we look ahead at this week's matchup, do a little bit of insights and analysis, and then we have a special surprise interview at the end. You're not going to want to miss it. We're calling it Double Trouble. It's going to be a good one. So tune in and get excited because it's Hanging Out with Hagen. All right, Steve, take it away. Rapid fire recap. Rapid fire week recap, week two. Here we are again. We'll just start with the game of the week that I had. Clear eyes, full chub, can't lose versus flashing flash. Well, two weeks in a row, game of the week. I am wrong. This was a rout. BJ almost got dubs. He lost 132.7 to 70.4. Drew Brees out six weeks. Ouch, Sean Jackson just walking off the field. Uh, big game by Tony again. I think he might be a player. Like I said last week, watch out. Tony's team's looking good, man. And we'll jump into the next game. Jones for my Julio. Uh, big score getter week one versus I'm feeling it. Mr. Hagen, two weeks in a row shit in the bed. That is uh, 61 points. That's it's not much better than last week. What's going on here? <sighs> man, I, uh, I'm i not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. But, uh, you know, starts at the top. Extreme ownership. Great book. Shout out, Brandon. Uh, but, you know, no excuses. It's all on me. Uh, there's definitely be some changes made. So definitely. I'm just I'm just getting crushed there. But uh, props to Wes. He came out and showed up strong, and he's, he's looking like a contender. Uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson came up huge, 30 points. He was pretty solid across the board. That's really good for a running back. That's really good for a running yeah, back. Yeah, pretty and good for a running back. And you got Cam Newton. Uh, doesn't look like he's going to be showing up next week. Something's going on with the foot. We'll, yeah. we'll uh, stay tuned to find out. Booty scooting Cam Newton, not doing too much booty scooting. Not looking good. Hagan, take it away. Who do we got next? Uh, we got Odell Beckham Jesus versus Look at the Detail. Uh, this one was, uh, I thought it'd be a little bit closer, uh, but Bonassi pulled this one out 105 to 78.3. Um, like Wes, he just had a pretty good performance across the board. Um, other than OBJ, uh, nothing's really popping out too much, just solid consistency across the board. Um, and I mean, Trent didn't have a horrible week, but just couldn't keep up with uh, Nick. You know what I'm seeing here? I'm seeing some injury scares, not necessarily for Trent's team, but with Drew Brees. Watch out for Kamara and Michael Thomas. What's going to happen there? And then James Conner, I'm not sure what's going on. I didn't catch the game, but I heard he got hurt. And with Big Ben gone, uh, you know, those are two key injuries we should be looking at. Totally, to. and that Austin Eckler pick still looking great. Yes. 17.3 this week. Yes, he uh, just followed up one strong week with the next. Uh, next one, we got Shake and Bake Kyle Miller versus Aaron's Effin Blinders. And like I called it, Jared came out on top. But to be honest with you, not a bad performance by Miller, 90.3. Not, uh, not a bad score. Uh, had some tight end showing up. Travis Kelsey, 16.7. And then Calvin Ridley in his, in his flex, 16.5 points. But he was just ousted by... Uh, uh, by Jared there you know he played Tom Brady old reliable 24.1 uh, you know his running backs showed up big uh, Saquon Barkley 19 and a half points and Aaron Jones 21 so you can't really go wrong with that running back duo and with all that being said Miller only lost by 13 and he didn't get much production out of his big dogs out of the big running backs Baker Mayfield and DeAndre Hopkins so you know you can't expect that to happen every week so I expect Miller to bounce back quickly this could have definitely went the other way Totally. I wouldn't be too scared if I'm him. No. Uh, 
And then last but not least, Saved by LaBelle versus Pittsburgh Feelers. This one ended up being a lot closer than I thought. Uh, once I saw Alshon Jeffrey went down with an injury, I said, there we go, a big goose egg. But David Njoku followed up with a goose egg Monday night. And Le'Veon Bell put the team on his back with a third-string QB. Interesting to see how this plays out because now he's down to the third QB. Is he going to get all the touches? Yes, but how much production when they're all stacking the box? So not sure how I like that. 0-2 just like you. Not looking good. I'm a little nervous for next week, but, yeah. you know, we just have to take it week by what, week. What would you put your panic meter at? Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking panicky, yeah. man. Well. We, got, <laughs> we got my second-round pick down, uh, Tyreek Hill. Don't like that. We got Le'Veon Bell now just by himself. He's going to get a, a lot of defensive soul look on him. And I had a big production from Carrion and Galladay, and, you know, they just uh, – I can't expect that every week, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, you're still uh, putting up way more points than my uh, lackluster squad. As a recap for week two, I think it's safe to say me and you should be panicking. We should be panicking. I think I should be panicking a little more, but uh, safe to say we should be panicking. Moving along, Steve, can you give us a standings report? Absolutely, Ryan. Well, with uh, week two in the books, it's pretty even spread so far. We have three teams undefeated at 2-0. and Three teams without a win at 0-2 and, and four right in the middle of 1-1, which makes a lot of sense after two weeks. Things get pretty uh, split up. Uh, Wes, Tony, Nick, top three. You always see Nick right up there, undefeated start, always off to hot starts. He's going to look to capitalize that 3-0. and You got Wes coming up 2-0 and and Tony, two guys you don't necessarily expect. That's why I like looking at this. You look at the bottom of the league, 0-2. As, you, as we mentioned earlier, saved by LaBelle and I'm feeling it. Uh, we're not feeling it at all. We are not feeling it. And then flashing flash, which uh, it'll be interesting to see where this plays out for next week because uh, you know BJ's now panicking. He he has a good team. He has good players, I should say. The team's not performing. What's going on? Something tells me he's going to be bringing the Brinks truck to the waiver wire this week. Now, I'd like to let our audience know that we record this Tuesday night before the waiver wire, so we'll see how it plays out. I was wrong last week, but... Uh, I don't think BJ's wasting any more time. He's going to go. I don't either. And uh, keep in mind, he did pick up uh, Mark Andrews last week for $7, and then he dropped him before the week started. So interested to see if he even makes another attempt at him or if he's got his eye on some other people. Yeah, I'm sure he has an eye on a few people. And to finish out this standings recap, we got four teams at 101. Shake and bake. Look at the detail. Pittsburgh Feelers and Aaron F. and Blinders. And honestly, all teams I expect to go 101 right after. Uh, they could A couple games could have made him go uh, 2-0 or 0-2, but you know that's right where you want to be. 1-1, 500, just keep going to week three and get into the uh, winning side of the scoreboard and, and see what happens. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say it's it's a long season, so a lot of things can happen from now until the end of the season. And the biggest thing is you don't want to go 0-3, and, and next week uh, we have two 2-0 versus 0-2 matchups, so we can really key on that in the look ahead. All right, let's keep the train moving and look at this week's game. Steve, yeah. take it away. Week three, look ahead. We'll start off with the first 2-0-0-2 matchup I was mentioning in the standings recap, Saved by LaBelle versus Oda Beckham Jesus. And I'm not going to lie, Ryan, I'm uh, not too fond of this game. This is not the team I want to see week three. Nick's, you know, just firing all cylinders per usual. I'm slumping. I'm struggling out the gate. You know, uh, it's not going to be good. And something tells me that Nick uh, Nick's picks are going to go out his way. So... Uh, I expect a big spread from him, you know, cocky Nick as usual. I'd expect nothing less. And then the next game we got is Aaron F. and Blinders. And look at the detail. What do you think about this one, Hagan? I think this is another good one. This one really looks like it could potentially be a uh, game of the week candidate. Oh, absolutely. Uh, pretty good here. 
Uh, Jared projected 95.1 and Trent projected 97.8. Uh, both one and one teams too, so uh, trying to make a little uh, move in standings for sure. Yep, and then you know, speaking of game of the week, the game of the week I actually selected is up next. Jones and for my Julio at two and over shake and bake. Wanted to give Wes some love like I did Tony last week. Miller, I've mentioned it a few times. I am feeling pretty good about his team, so he needs a big output. This uh, projected right now is pretty even. Uh, one of these teams are going to make a big free agent waiver pickup. I wonder who it is. Some tells me it might be Miller, and uh, we'll see how that one plays out. And then let's jump over to Chubb the, can't lose versus I'm feeling it. Yeah, and, uh, I'm not going to do any talking, Hagen. I just wanted to hear what you have to think. I'm about not really feeling it, but. Uh, you know, Tony Seam has been really good thus far this year. Uh, this is, He's got the highest projected total of the week. Uh, I have one of the lower projected totals of the week. So, uh, you know, I'm not a math guy, but uh, <laughs> not looking too good for me. Yep. Well, you know, that's why we play the game. It's you don't Play you don't, to win the game. Yep, you don't play it on paper. And to wrap up this uh, week three look ahead, flashing flash, excuse me, flashing flash versus Pittsburgh Feelers. And I'm going to call this the Panic Bowl. Not because Deets, because he's the chillest cat in the game, but because BJ. Like I mentioned, BJ is going to be freaking out. I might want to watch his games with him on Sunday because I want to see him uh, in full full meltdown mode. Or is he going to be rejoicing, saying how much better he is at Deets, how he's a superior male? Uh, I don't know. It can go either way. But I want to be a part of it. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, that'll be great. So let me just cut that in part of I gotta stop saying, see how it plays out. I keep saying that. As promised, we have a special interview today. A uh, little bit of a whoopsie daisies on the scheduling. It was supposed to be double trouble, but no worries. We have the lady killer himself, Kyle Dietz. Hey guys, glad to be on the pod. Dietz, welcome. How do you feel about being the first guest that we have? You know, it's great. I know we were supposed to kind of, me and Wes tag team this one. Uh, however, he is currently at the apartment, so not too far, just on the shitter. Um, had some bad Hampton social food, so guys, oh, watch out. not good for the brand. Salt in the wound, can't even make. He's literally been in there for 15 minutes. We've been holding it off, but it's getting late, so we just got to keep this ball rolling. Yeah, let's uh, let's get it going. Deets, thanks for having us over, man. This place is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are more than welcome anytime. We are live on location. We are at the 38th floor of the Echelon. Beautiful views. We're actually looking into Benassi's apartment as we speak. Spectacular views. Uh, first thing I want to jump into is your draft. You had the number one overall pick, and you made a ballsy decision by going after Zeke. What was your thoughts behind that? And uh, obviously, it's paying out. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it's going to be a long season, so don't speak too soon here. Knock on wood. Yep. Um, you know, it's tough to turn down those quads of Saquon. You know, essentially was thinking who had the best overall team. Uh, when you look at the Cowboys, look at what Dak is doing. Uh, shout out to Nick Benassi's favorite player. Um, you know, I think overall they're just high-powered, and, and Zeke is right along there with them. Yeah, I, I like that pick from you, man. Uh, I know it was a little risky when it happened, but I remember we ran into each other at Jewel like the night or two before the draft, and we were actually talking about you potentially picking him. And I, I thought that it was like kind of risky, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, if he comes back and plays, like he's probably going to lead the league in rushing again. Yeah, it's uh, it was a tricky situation with contracts. You know how that goes. Uh, R.I.P. Le'Veon last year of 20, uh, 2018, but, you know, signed the contract. Jerry will get him signed no matter what, and so here we are. Well, now that you talk about one that paid off for you, one that hasn't paid off yet is Melvin Gordon. Looks like he's out for the long haul. Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, shot 50-50 on that one. Um, you know, ultimately uh, we're going to try to see um, 
really what happens. And, uh, you know, high-powered team if he plays. Right now, we are still high-powered-ish, but uh, you can imagine if I had Melvin, Zeke, Mahomes, Dude, that's what I was looking at overall. Um, took the risk, and, and, you know, eventually, hopefully it'll play out. At this point, uh, not so much. Well, at least the right one is starting for you. Exactly. How about having uh, Patrick Mahomes, man? That's got to be awesome. Oh, that's great. Gosh, every uh, part of my take on Monday, when PMT does the uh, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> Kermit the Frog voice, uh, <laughs> you know, you just got to love that, and uh, and that's my guy, so I'm going to ride or die with him. And you have yeah. other home run hitters, Juju Smith, Stephon Dick, some big playmakers. That big Ben injury is probably hurting you a little bit. Uh, we'll see. Something tells me that this Mason Randolph might be okay and still find Juju. Yeah, he was really good in college, too, so I'm really excited to see what he does. So that's a little in-depth look at his, his roster. How about the first two weeks of the season, Kyle? How did it play out for you? Yeah, you know, week one uh, definitely got shat on by Trent. Um, strong performance by, by Trent week one. Absolutely. This week was a very uh, very contentious week, very close uh, matchup between me and Steve, <sighs> down to the wire, and, uh, you know, ultimately pulled it out. As we were mentioning off recording, uh, both of us went to bed showing me winning by point nine, and then we woke up the morning showing me losing. So we both went to bed feeling one way, and we both woke up feeling the other way. So I'm on the short end of the stick. It was a 0-1 matchup. You're 1-1, and now I'm 0-2, and you're, uh, you're moving forward. Who do you have coming up this week? Looks like we got BJ. Oh, so, uh, watch out there, Brandon. Oh, you know, it's very fitting. You know, week three, um, I'm on the pod here. I have not lost a week three um, in rec- recorded history. Wow. So, oh, there uh, you wow. go. You know, I think, I think you guys uh, picked the right week, and I think we're going to continue that 5-0, and baby. I yeah. like that. I like that. And, you know, BJ, you know he's panicking a little bit. And you know he's going to start doing the verbal warfare. Are you ready for that? I'm fully prepared, guys. Okay. All right. Nice, nice. Well, moving on along, something a little bit more fun. Uh, did you happen to catch the uh, teeny-weeny trend movement <laughs> this weekend? I uh, I did. It was a it was a viral sensation. I think it was trending on Twitter. If you guys didn't see that, uh, I did yeah. see that. TWT. That was <laughs> yeah. Strange. It was. Uh, I thought this was gonna be on Barstool Sports or something. I'm surprised if it didn't make it on there. You know, I didn't see that. Where did that even come about, Hagen? I know that you were one of the leading forces of it. You know, so that started with uh, Haley was kind of the one that propelled it. But it started with uh, Tony Benassi going Big on a little tea. Big huh. T taking uh, Trent's girl Gabby on a little date action. Would you call uh, it Trent's girlfriend or? I believe that they are uh, boyfriend and girlfriend now. Oh. We might need to get Trent on the show to confirm. But uh, so you're saying we have a little budding rivalry between Big T and Low T? Is that right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes that's, exactly, that's exactly what I'm saying. Wow. So uh, I. I don't know. I think Trentacillin is uh, only shooting that Trentacillin in one woman nowadays. Ooh, wow. big moves. What was your favorite teeny-weeny Trent movement? So I got to go with the classic. I thought the best one was the one that propelled it all, the Tony Benassi one. Yes. When he starts out, you gotta hey, hey teeny-weeny, thanks for letting <laughs> me borrow your girl. We'll be thinking of you. I thought that one was awesome. Tony Benassi's the man. You know, I personally liked when you had the group of bros doing the chant. Oh, that yeah. That was a good one. Spectacular it's, stuff. Yeah. Uh, Deesa, do you have any preferences? There's nothing more degrading than a group of Asians telling you. Guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows little penises better than that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? There's a, a lost tape. Uh, I, Deets knows about it. I showed him on Saturday. There, I showed Hagen today. Uh, I won't release it yet, but if people ask after the pod is released uh, in the group text, I will show everyone. About half the group knows. Uh, 
Nick sent the text to a wrong number, and we had a couple responses. Uh, let's call them there. There, there's some minors involved, and uh, it was kind of sketchy, but it, it left a good <laughs> laugh. So That's we'll release that later. Goal. But yeah, the teeny weeny trend movement. Good news, uh, the Silver Spoon Trent era is over. Bad news, Teeny Weeny Trent's in. We'll see what happens. Yeah, in in Trent's defense, he was a very good sport. Yes, he was. Whole yes, ordeal. Yes. So that's all you can ask for, really. Yeah, you can't ask for anything more than that. He was he was really good about the whole situation. Good. So, so. well, Deets, uh, it, I think that wraps it up. I appreciate you coming on. We had a good time. Uh, Wes is actually just walking into his room now, leaving the bathroom. So looks like he missed the bell on this one. Maybe we'll get him next week. Yeah, so a little double trouble letdown, but uh, promise we'll get double trouble on here in full at some point this season. We will be back, no doubt about Any, it. Any uh, parting words, Deets? Appreciate it, guys. Let's go. Good no luck to everybody. No problem. Fuck you, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, let's play it back. Good stuff, fellas. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what do you want me to say? well that's our show thanks for listening we have some great stuff on the horizon so tune back in next week and we'll talk to you soon